Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Shaden, and this is a recording of our Bible study at Hope Collective Church that meets every Wednesday at 6.30 in the evening. If you are in between ages 18 to 40 years old, you are welcome to join. But for now, please enjoy this week's episode. So now we're on this beatitude, which is the third beatitude. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. For us to understand what meek is, we have to read it in the context that it was said or written. And we can compare it to other verses that was used. So we have four different, four different scriptures here with that same Greek word that we have for meek. Of course, we have the first one, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth, said by Jesus. The second one, also said by Jesus, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. The third one, Jesus, he tells his disciples, go get that donkey. And he's actually referring to a prophecy that's in Isaiah. And this is the prophecy here. Tell the people of Jer- Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He is humble, riding on a donkey. The first three is from Jesus. The last one comes from Peter. And it's very interesting that Peter would say this, because if you know anything about Peter, he is the opposite of meek, I would say, especially in the, in the Gospels. Peter is someone that is kind of boastful, kind of loud. That's his, his character. But you can see there's a shift here, and we're going to talk about this later. He says, you should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfailing beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. From these four scriptures we have here, what meek is, is Jesus. Take upon my yoke. Do what I do. Partner with me in this kingdom. Okay, essentially he's saying, be like me. So what is meek? In your Bibles, you might see different words. Some of your Bibles might say gentle, some might say humble, some might say lowly at heart. It it depends on your translation. And all of those answers are correct because they're all trying to define that Greek word that I showed before. And what it really is, is the character of Christ. Again, these Beatitudes are the characteristics of Jesus. And Jesus is saying, be like me. The first two was a kind of an intrinsic idea. Poor in spirit, it's like something you work on internally between you and God. Mourn, I guess you can show that outwardly, you can express mourning. But again, the act of mourning is between you and God. Now we're getting into the third beatitude, which is the first beatitude that is about you and other people. It's like saying, be like Jesus, be humble like him, be like a servant like him. And now when you, when you realize that Jesus is saying, this is one of my characteristics, you'll see this meekness now in all of his interactions. He's very meek, very humble, very lowly. Later on, Peter writes, and 1 Peter's not up here, but 1 Peter 5, 6-7, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Again, Peter is not the guy that should be talking about humility, because if you read the Gospels, he is not a very humble person, but he gets it. After he denies Christ, he comes back to Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, he understands. It's all about being humble, being lowly, being meek. It's all about being like Jesus. He gets it. And the whole time, The whole time, Jesus was like trying to tell him, Peter, what are you doing? You're blowing it again. Would you just shut up? Would you just stop? Stop trying to prove yourself. In Philippians, it talks about Jesus and how his nature is meek. Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 to 8 says this, Jesus being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a, as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. So how was Jesus humble? 
He made himself to be nothing, even though he had the very right to put himself above everyone. Later on, we're going to talk about the ego, but he's not trying to build up his ego. If anything, Jesus is trying to tear away that ego. And you see that when he washes the feet of the disciples. He strips almost naked and he goes, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. I'm just a servant. Follow me. Follow what I do. We are meant to be like Jesus. We are Christians because we love like Jesus. We are Christians because we are meek like Jesus. Not because we go to church, we read the Bible, we pray, all good things. But the word Christian actually means little Christ. That's what that word means. You know that cliche, your actions speak louder than words? Your actions should point to whether or not you are a Christian. And that is how you see people how you treat people, how lowly you are. And it's very interesting here because it says he comes on a donkey. It's a very strange thing. People in those days don't ride donkeys. Donkeys are used to plow fields. In those days when they had to go to war, they would leave their donkey at the field and they would run and they would grab a horse and they would go off to war. A horse is what is used for war. A horse is what is used when kings come in. Jesus rode into Jerusalem, and Jerusalem is known for the land of the on horses and chariots because they want to show everybody, look at our military. Look how strong we are. We're going to conquer. Jesus came on a donkey, which represents peace. Okay, now we have this other strange word, inherit the earth. So it's not really talking about a literal sense of physical land, although it can be. But that term, inherit the earth, is like a figure of speech of God's greatest blessing. And for many of them, Psalm, the book of Psalm was a very popular book. And so when he said inherit the earth, some of them probably thought of these verses. Verse 9, for those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Verse 11, but the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. Verse 22, those the Lord blesses will possess the land, but those he curses will die. Now we're going to talk about the actual physical land that they believe Jesus was talking about. Inherit the earth, they might reference that to the promised land. So this promise of land started with Abraham. God called Abraham, get up and go to the land I'm calling you. Hundreds of years have passed. Moses comes onto the scene. Moses gets to the land, but he doesn't even get to go into the land of of, of Canaan, the, the promised land, it's actually Joshua. So this inherit the earth can be seen as a promised land that took many, many years to fulfill. Since we're talking about the promised land, does anybody know where Canaan is today, modern day today? Israel, Jerusalem, Gaza Strip. And if you guys have seen the news lately, that place is getting destroyed. There's been a constant war over that land for hundreds and hundreds of years. And we as Christians, I'm sorry, I don't want to get too political, but sometimes we don't know what's really going on in Israel. And because the Bible says we are to pray for Israel, we automatically take the side of Israel. And I want to show you a photo here. And this was taken a couple days ago. If you guys have been following the news, there's this group called Hamas that has attacked Israel. They have killed, I think, over a thousand people and kidnapped dozens and dozens of women and children. There's terrifying videos circulating the internet. I struggle with being meek. One characteristics of being meek uh, in some of the commentaries you read is someone that doesn't retaliate. Because if you look at Jesus on the cross, Jesus did not retaliate. A characteristic of being meek is someone that doesn't retaliate, that doesn't want vengeance or revenge. The day that Hamas kidnapped women and children, my friend that had been to Israel posted something on Instagram. And someone put a comment 
that really pissed me off, basically saying glory to the martyrs of Hamas, of Palestine, and it made my blood boil. So I, I wrote something on his, on his Instagram real quick, just like a quick response, and I deleted it. And then my friend calls me, he's like, hey, why did you delete that? Put it back up. And I, and I kid you, I'm sorry for my language, but I said, fuck those people, because I was so angry. I got a big check from the Holy Spirit, because he's like, you know what, who you're talking about? You're talking about my kids, people I love. This photo here, this is actually not Israel. This is Gaza Strip. This man right here is a Hamas soldier carrying a dying baby girl. This is not Israel, this is Gaza, this is Hamas. And the reason why I put this photo up because you probably look at it and you probably immediately thought, Hamas is the enemy, let's kill them all. They're people too, they're children too, they're fathers too. They have loved ones that were in these buildings too. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, first of all, I'm convicted because I'm teaching about being meek, I need help. <laughs> I'm not meek about this. But second of all, we, we gotta be careful what we say because we can say things like, I stand with Israel, Really? You stand with Israel? This is what they did. The Bible says, yeah, pray for Israel. But I don't think it's saying pray for this. I think it's saying pray for peace. Pray for the people. Pray for the land. Let there be peace. When Jesus went into Jerusalem, he went in humble and meek. Not raging war, but on a donkey, which is plowing for peace. I think what we have to do is we have to be meek in this situation. We have to pray for both sides. We have to pray for Israel. We have to pray for Hamas, Palestine, Gaza. We have to pray for every single person. Pray for that girl, pray for that soldier, because that's all God's people. All right, let's move on. So the antithesis of meek and inheritance is this word, the ego. The ego can stand for edging God out. Isn't that cute? <laughs> edging God out. But you guys all know what the ego is, right? Ego is me, myself, and I. The ego is about how, how you want others to perceive you, elevating yourself higher than everyone else. But Jesus talks highly against this. Again, when, Je when Jesus is saying, be meek, he's saying, be like me. <clears throat> In Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple, they must deny themselves and take up their cross and, and then follow me. You have to realize that the follow me part comes after. Deny yourself, pick up your cross, and then come follow me. We want to follow Jesus and go to heaven and say we're Christians, but we don't want to do the work of denying yourself, which is the vital, the most vital part of being a follower of Christ. So what does this mean for us today? How are we going to be meek today? is knowing how sinful we are, poor in spirit, how lost we are. We can't do it on our own. We need Jesus. We are so desperate for you, God, for your Holy Spirit. We mourn. We mourn over our brokenness. We mourn over our past sins. We mourn over our current state. We're, we're so saddened by this, this brokenness. We cry out to you. And we, we grab on hold to the fact that Jesus is the Savior now and will save and will continue to save. And when you have that knowledge that he is your savior, your rescuer, then your only response will be, I will do whatever you want me to do because you've saved me. My only response, therefore, is to live for you. That meekness that is talking about here in the Beatitudes is that submission of, God, you have saved me and you rescued me and I will do anything for you. I will go where you go. I will do whatever you ask me to do. You are my leader. I'm a slave to you because of what you've done for me. 
Thank you for listening to this week's Bible study at Hope Collective Church. Feel free to join us next Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. if you are in between ages 18 to 40, or join our Sunday morning service at 8 or 9.30. See you next time.